0: If you're lucky you listen to them talk, they're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things green and hard talk, if Kev Lewin's decent the sandbox.
1: Since the sandbox fans, we're starting off the new year the right way. And that's together. For the first time in probably two months. Yeah, just about. Three of us on the show together. So guys, let's get a round of applause and a welcome for Lou and Kev back. Back in town.
2: <laughs> the last time the last time we were all together, we thought the Pats were going to be the
1: one seed. Yep. The, Col-
2: <laughs> the Colts were going to make the playoffs, <laughs> and we thought Daniel Jones was good.
1: <laughs> it's going to come a long way. <laughs> Daniel Jones hasn't played a snap since then. The Pats have been on a skid. The Dolphins won eight straight since. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who knows what's going on in the NFL. But guys, today we have a very special episode. We're here to talk about the NFL coaching hot seat. We've seen dudes canned, we've seen dudes hired, we've talked about scheduled interviews. But guys, I have a list of teams here that could have either a vacant coaching position or a disgruntled coach that's probably on the way out soon with a bunch of names. And I just kind of want to talk about some of these positions, which one's more desirable, which one's a little more least desirable. Um, Are there some names that we have rumored to go to certain places? So let's get things started. With a team that just snuck in the playoffs last night and we saw that was a crazy game. Kevin and I both fell asleep before the end of it. <laughs> I went to bed after I didn't even watch. Yeah, they I was sick. Hey, honestly, I have to say, yesterday's one and four o'clock games, even though there were all the overtime predicaments, I wasn't that like into it. Like I really wasn't. Shame. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it was. But Lou, I wanna hear your opinion first. Do the Raiders start a coaching search, or are they going to ride high with the with the interim head coach?
2: Honestly, I think they should get a veteran guy in there. Kind of just keep everybody in check, because even after, like, they beat the Colts, like, you already had another guy go out and get your DUI. Yeah. <laughs> like, that problem's not fixed. Like, there's no leadership at all. Honestly, I I could see them getting a guy like Doug Peterson, someone who's a veteran Ooh. who's been there. Or honestly, if I'm them, dude, I'd give Eberflus a call on the Colts. I mean, wow. I don't want him to leave, but, like, He's been in the game for a while. He knows how to run a good defense, which they haven't had since Gruden's first run. Yeah. So I think that'd be a good a good caller. If Pete Carroll gets canned in Seattle, which I'm sure we'll talk about, I think that's a good spot. Veteran guy, last ride, young roster. That's true. But, yeah, good for them. I mean, you'd think they would have just fell apart.
1: No, I know. And and with that, with the Raiders being first, Lou, um, I just kind of wanted to talk about one of the candidates that are going to be coming not from another pro organization, but that's been rumored to a uh, high-market place, and that's Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, Do you that's Do Jim Harbaugh could, could ever man the Raiders, Kev? I think so.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I personally think the Raiders should just ride it out right
1: now, honestly. Do you? I
0: mean, Think about it. After all the Gruden stuff, after all the Henry Rugg situation, even with Waller being injured, like, they were still in games and winning games, you know what I mean? Nah, yeah. That's saying something because, like, with the talent they had on the field, there wasn't many teams that they stepped on the field and were more talented than. you know what I mean? Like, every team they played virtually had more talent than them. And to be dealing with those external issues as well while also being the interim head coach, so trying to figure out, like, damn, I'm the head coach now, like, what's, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. So ride them out for now. Obviously, if if a big name pops up, then maybe you do a little bit. But I think right now you just ride it out, see what the off season brings, and just go from there. Honestly. Yeah.
1: No, I agree, and I have to say, the candidate that I'm most fond of out of all of this, you guys can feel free to agree or disagree. I think Dan Quinn's one of the best candidates for available sure. um, for sure. on this, and, and, and it all depends when it comes to coaches on what you're looking for team fits in what's mm-hmm. let's, let's go to Jacksonville because we know the Jags are a team that that's in a very open coaching scenario mm. and Urban Meyer who people thought was going to be you know a standstill in the NFL mm. it just didn't work out and I have a name that I'm going to link to the Jags just off of previous experience and. Byron Leftwich is getting an interview yeah. to go to go and coach for the Jags. I mean, we are talking about the tremendous turnaround for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, I know their offense put up, but since Leftwich took over with Arians, I mean, they've been pretty good on the offensive side. I mean, having Tom Brady and all the weapons clearly helps. But there's definitely been, you know, some credit to, to Byron Leftwich, and I think it's just fitting for him being, you know, the closest thing that the Jaguars ever had to a franchise quarterback, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And with Trevor Lawrence there, I feel like you have to get a coach on the offensive side of the ball. For sure, with the defense being pretty decent as it yeah,
2: the defense solid. I think it's him or a Biennemi, just because at least with Biennemi, he's had experience with a with a guy who's young. Like expectations in the league are always going to be high when you're a number one pick, but he knows how to deal with a guy that has a big arm, can move has a lot of pressure on his shoulders. I, I think either one's a great fit, but you're right. It, it's offensive or bust because their offense is, is broken regardless of how they've looked the last couple weeks. What
0: yeah. about Flores? Ooh. What if he just, move, if he just moves move. two hours west? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, come on now. Listen, I think. He's dealt with the young team that was rebuilding before, and he's made them a pretty decent football team for the most part, you know what I mean? And now he's got a better quarterback starting out, you know, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I think we can all agree, is better than Tua, so at least in my opinion, but more more potential. Yeah, exactly.
1: No, listen, Brian Flores is one of the most intriguing names on this list, and usually we see coaches like Doug Peterson, who will sit a year after they've been canned or whatever, but I think Flo is ready to get right back into it, especially where I think that this was unexpected, and I completely agree with a bunch of people saying, oh, how does Joe Judge have his job, and Brian Flores lost a job. I mean, winning eight out of the past nine, beating, the, sweeping the Patriots, right, the yeah. past two yeah. years? I mean, those are two pretty big accomplishments, and to think that you were doing that with Tua, Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah. and, I mean, yeah, you invested on the defense a little bit, and it definitely <clears> paid <throat> off, but, like, I don't want. To, I don't see you know too many too many slip ups. So I, I honestly think that this firing has more to do with the relationship between Flores and ownership. Than
2: yeah, I think the biggest thing was the discrepancy over the QBs because yeah, ownership wanted Tua and Flores wanted Watson. So yeah. th- moving forward, the plans were different. And the thing with the Giants is though it's different because that's even though you can disagree with the move, you can't say that that the loyalty they showed show to coaches hasn't worked out. I mean, when Tomlin was there. Between 2007 and 2011 when they won the titles, like between those years, they weren't good. But they wrote it out with QB and coach, and it paid off. I mean, I'll take eight losing seasons to have two that went to the Super Bowl and finished with two of the greatest Super Bowls ever. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But Flores is a great catch. I I just think that
1: uh, it's Miami. So what do you expect? No, absolutely. It's a dumpster fire. and Now to go to another dumpster fire, guys, the Texans. Now David Culley hasn't lost his job yet. He's the, the current head coach for the Texans, but personally, I think that this was just kind of like a, a leap year, kind of. Just kind yeah. of, you know, get the organization back in order because it kind of fell apart late at the beginning of starting this mm-hmm. year, and, you know, I think Watson's going to be, you know, a big part in all of it, but I also think that the Texans might like some of what they have this year. I'm not saying that they should, but... I wouldn't be surprised if you saw ownership say, look, if Deshaun Watson's not going to be our guy, Davis Mills might, so write yeah. him out. You know what I mean? So I, I think a lot of that's going to come down to tough decisions and really what ownership wants, but it really hasn't looked too either clear or promising from from Texans ownership.
2: Yeah, I, I think they should s- stick with Cully. I mean, they exceeded expectations. They, they gave good games to, to some solid teams. Davis Mills played out of his head a few games. He was an all-reality the second best rookie QB this season. Probably. Actually, yeah, or you could say even in the small sample size, he was better. Because Mac Jones, with with pressure versus good teams, was not good this season.
1: And some of Mac's biggest wins, too. He didn't throw the ball. Yeah, his, his biggest <laughs>
2: win, he didn't throw the football. I mean, versus the Colts, a good defense. He didn't look good at all. I mean, he does play well at the end of games, but... It feels like he doesn't have enough to get them over the hump for a comeback, like versus Miami. Yeah. But I, I like I like what they're doing in, in Houston. Just get Deshaun out, so I don't ever have to see him again.
1: <laughs> so Kev, you were a little weary of the Bills' coaching scenario yeah. after the loss to the Pats. How are you feeling right now going into the playoffs?
0: I think right now it's you, obviously you know Sean McDermott. Let me tell you, it's tough to watch sometimes. <laughs> it is. It is. He makes some questionable calls, but. The end of the day, you did win the division. You got eleven wins. You know, even though I disagree with the way they lost a couple of these games and his coaching decisions in those in those moments, but they're eleven and six. I mean, what are you going to do? They're a top four seed in the AFC, and they're just as talented as anyone else on the field. So it it really comes down to just execution with them, and if he can, and if he can keep them focused and keep them sharp and have them execute and then they can really play with any team in the AFC and that's their biggest thing is they're just too inconsistent and they don't have weapons on all ends of the balls to be that inconsistent you know what I mean if Josh Allen isn't throwing the ball they don't have a run game you know what I mean Singletary's picked it up the last couple of weeks but I don't have faith going into the playoffs that he's going to be 80 90 yards a game you know what I mean he's been doing (laughs) exactly so (laughs) unless they can get the ball going through the air like they're easy to beat, and that's you know what I mean, and their defense is good, but they can only hold them so long, especially against the offenses that they're going to see in the playoffs, like the like the uh, like the Chiefs, like Bengals, the, the Bengals, yeah. If they play the <laughs> Bengals, like that's going to be a bloodbath, you know what I'm saying? So, pass fans, say.
1: watch out. Bengals is not an easy matchup. Hey, I was
0: hoping the Chargers won last night because I didn't want to. I don't want to play the Pat's. I'll be the first one to admit that I said it. Playing Bill mm. B three times in one mm. year, it's mm. not a good. It's not a good. Man.
2: It's not a good
1: thing. But you don't
0: I want to
2: do that. See, if I'm the Pats, I don't want to play the Bills. I don't see I think
1: yeah. I think I do. The only Over the Bengals, I o- think. Over the Bengals. The reason why I say that is because I don't think the Patriots offense can keep up with the ben- Bengals, but I do think that the Patriots offense could limit the Bengals' offense the way that they play football.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I, I just think that the Bills defense knows how to play the Pats, and I think Mac and them could control the ball versus the Bengals
1: more so. Yeah. yeah what's true. what's clear? and evident, is that for either team to win this game, there will have to be more than three passes thrown. Uh, yeah. That's that's, a good, that's, that's 100% going to happen. And it's going to be cold up there. It is going to be cold. I'm trying to go up there. I'm BTS. trying to figure out a way,
0: someone <laughs> to go with something. I don't know. I got to be up there next Saturday, man.
1: Boston Hell Public Schools canceled school tomorrow for it being too cold. Legit. Love that. Um, Guys, a couple more things that I wanted to talk about on this episode. Now, we've heard a lot of back and forth in Seattle with Pete Carroll, with Russell Wilson. Now, what we heard from the Seahawks organization is that Russell Wilson is there to stay for 2022. Does Pete Carroll deserve another opportunity to coach his team? Because if he's granted it, I think Russell Wilson wants no part of the Seahawks, in my opinion. Yeah. Do you agree?
2: Yeah, I agree. Send him out, put Flores in. Best option. Guy can get the defense in shape and then he can let Russ do his thing on the offense and he knows how to work with the QB who's undersized but with a big arm and can move. I mean, it's it's like an upgrade of the situation he was in. You
0: know what I say? <laughs> I say keep Carroll there, bring Deshaun Watson in. That's what I say if you're the Seahawks. But what changes though? Kid, he's got he's, he's got more cases younger, than OJ. What do you mean? Well, that, that's the thing. Not much changes. You know what I mean?
2: Well, yeah, but the problem in Seattle is the defense. They can't stop anybody. The Jamal Adams trade was a bust. Yeah, that was. It's like the, oh, the bigger bust. The Jets, yeah. the Jets are going to have first-round Bring picks. In to... <laughs> Bring Deshaun man.
1: Bring him to the Pacific Northwest. So if, so if you're the if you're the Seahawks, you want to just do a Russell Wilson-Deshaun swap? Yeah, why not? I'd overhaul the coach, too, why at not? that point. <laughs> yeah.
0: right? Why well, keep Carroll
1: with him? No, no I, I, I mean, know. I think Deshaun should go
0: everywhere, though, honestly. Every I, time there's a the team, I'm like, Deshaun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think if Russell Wilson stays in Seattle, that... His best counterpart with that would be Eric Bieniemy. I mean, Lou, just yeah. like you said, with you know understanding elite quarterbacks and scheming an offense with their fits. I mean, Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson are two different talents, but it's not it's not hard to to kind of boost their strengths. Yeah, because what their strengths are, they do better than most other people in the NFL. But a couple other names, guys, that that I wanted to talk about that just got canned. Matt Rule, oh well Matt Rule didn't get canned, but he's a name that possibly could. Matt Nagy, Vic Fangio, and Mike Zimmer. Do we see those guys having any role in the NFL this year?
2: I think Zimmer will be a DC. That's what I said.
1: Nagy too. could get an OC somewhere,
2: but like somewhere like the Texans. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> he might be the head coach there. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly he's a
2: he's a terrible head coach, but he's a solid coordinator. I mean, they to if if I told you at the beginning of the season, they'd have the same record as the Vikings.
1: I wouldn't agree with that. You know what yeah, I mean? We yeah. we
2: all had them as a four, or five, win team. They ended up with seven or eight. So,
1: and that's that's Good the crazy thing about about Matt Nagy. Honestly, is that this year I, I want to say is like his first year that was like I I don't want to say yeah, I, I want to say below five hundred because I think the past mm-hmm. three years like he's at, at least won like mm-hmm. eight, nine, or ten games, and we yeah. know one or two of those years he's made the playoffs. Two, one with Mitch Trubisky,
2: so it's yeah. not even like, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. He, he's one. If he stood, I wouldn't be pissed. Yeah. Because I mean, you're pulling the rug out from underneath a rookie quarterback, and it's like, if the next guy sucks, then you're gonna remove him. I think the worst thing you could do with a rookie QB is just keep firing in head carousel. coaches. Yeah, yeah that it, it's the worst possible. We've
1: never seen anyone succeed with like three head coaches in three years. No, absolutely not. Just, just a name that, that I wanted to show some recognition that could possibly replace one of those guys, another offensive guy. Cowboys OC, Kellen Moore. Yeah. So he's been someone that's played in the league as a backup quarterback. He obviously developed what the Cowboys offense looks like, and it's been successful because Jason Garrett wasn't there. Mm. So we could see the development with Kellen Moore. But, guys, there's a lot coming on in the NFL coaching hot seat, and we'll keep you guys updated with this as we get the news going on. But, guys, let us know what you think of the coaching hot seat, if there's some names that you want to see as possible replacements, some guys that you think should have lost their job. And remember, you guys can ask us a question on our new website. Go and ask us a question. Leave us a review. Five stars, guys. You know the deal. Make sure to tune into our next episode where we're talking about the wild card weekend and the matchups we have and that. See you guys soon. Peace out.